Welcome one, welcome all to Max's Mic. I am Max and I have a mic. This is a podcast all about the wonderful world of sports with a specific emphasis on New York sports. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, hello. Welcome to Max's Mike. I am Max. And as we reach the halfway mark of the NHL season, let's take a look at what happened throughout the NHL. This episode will be focused on the three New York, New Jersey teams, the Devils, Islanders, and the Rangers. Starting with the Islanders, the Islanders had a very lackluster start to the season, posting a 25-22-5 record with 55 points. They are sixth in the Metro. The Islanders made it to the conference final in 2021, but last year they didn't even make the playoffs. Going into this season, the Islanders were looking like a strong team that could make a playoff run. However, they did not play well at all in this first half of the season. Definitely not living up to the hype that, honestly, has been depleting since their last playoff appearance. As losses pile up, the Islanders clearly needed to make some changes before the end of the first half of the season. The Islanders made a big blockbuster trade going after the Canucks captain, Bo Horvat. The Islanders received Bo Horvat, a great center and even better leader, out of the fact that he was the captain of the Canucks. In return, the Canucks received Anthony Beauvillier, an underperforming player on the Islanders, Atu Raddy, center, 52nd pick in the 2021 draft, and a top prospect in the league. And the Canucks also retur- received a first-round pick in the 2023 draft. Islanders coaching staff hosts that Horvat will improve the Islanders' offense and their power play. The Islanders are not scoring a lot, and Horvat will help. He is fast and draws a lot of attention from defensemen whenever he is on the ice. He is a playmaker, able to get a lot of assists. The Islanders have the goal scorers, Anderson and Brock Nelson, the Islanders' top goal scorers, but they don't have a real playmaker who can create opportunities for his teammates to score. Now the Islanders do. Horvat, in my opinion, will become the playmaker that will create these opportunities for these Islander goal scorers to score more goals. He will create openings in the opposing's defense and give Islander goal scorers a wide open shot, hopefully in the slot, and a great opportunity for them to score. However, in my opinion, it seems that the Canucks won that trade. The Canucks received a top prospect in the NHL. Ratti and a first-round pick. On top of that, they received, while underperforming, still a solid player in Anthony Beauvillier. Horvat is a great player, but I don't think he's worth a first-rounder, a top prospect, and another decent player. Horvat is worth a first and a third, or a top prospect and a third or fourth. I think the Islanders gave up a lot for Horvat who's guaranteed to be an Islander for the rest of the season. But the Islanders were able to sign him to a contract extension. So they were able to get Horvat for a lot longer, but still don't think he's worth all of that. He's a great player, but there's a lot of potential that the Islanders gave up. The Islanders need to step it up on both sides of the puck. 
offense and defense if they want to win. Obviously, but they also need their special teams to step up as well. That is why they brought in Horvath. Coming out of the All-Star break, the Islanders face off against the Flyers, Kraken, Canucks, and Canadians all in the first week. The Islanders were beat the, able to beat the Flyers and earn a major win against the formidable Kraken. However, the week is still not over. That being said, the Canucks at home and the Canadians in Canada are two games that are winnable for the Islanders and are must-wins if the Islanders want to get back in the race for a playoff spot. Now it's time to move on to the other New York team, the Rangers. The Rangers enter the halfway mark with a 27-14-8 record, 62 points, third in the Metro. The start to their season was not great, posting a 5-3-2 record in October, but it was good enough to start this season. However, I don't think it prepared them for the rough uphill battle still ahead of them. The Capitals and Penguins 2 and 5 points behind the Rangers respectively, and the Devils and Hurricanes 6 and 14 points ahead of the Rangers. The battle for the playoff spot is just getting started. There are a few players in this Rangers lineup that I think need to step it up. First of which is Igor. Igor's been solid, but not as clutch as he was last year. He needs to be a little stronger in net and come up a little bigger. That being said, I think the Rangers' struggles are really on their offense. While Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad have been holding this Rangers team afloat, Cavalcaco and Alexis Lafreniere are weighing the Rangers down. Both top picks in their own respective drafts have done little and nothing so far this season compared to many other teammates let alone their players in the league. In addition to being the top overall pick, they expected that you produce for your team, especially in your second and third year, and after you've already proved that you can perform at a high level in the NHL. However, Kako and Lafreniere have not yet played up to the standards that they set for themselves in years prior. Coming out of the break, the Rangers' schedule is no easy entry into the second half of the season. The Rangers host the Flames and Canucks and an emerging Kraken before finishing the week with a trip to Carolina. Very important matchup against the Hurricanes. Now, against the Flames, the Rangers' offense did show up, able to take an early lead before losing it, but tying it up late in the third period at 4-4, going into overtime. And guess who is none other than Alexis Lafreniere, who put in the game winner for the Rangers to win 5-4 in overtime at home. And a very, very important win. Tonight, the Rangers face off against the Canucks in another easy and winnable game, especially being that it's at home. Next up will be the Kraken, who are good, but not phenomenal. Playoff contenders... But, I don't know how far they'll make it in the playoffs. The Rangers should be able to take care of them. But, then the Rangers have the Carolina Hurricanes. In Carolina, a rough game that I think the Rangers are going to lose. 
But if the Rangers can pull off a win and sweep this week, winning all four games, ooh, what a start to the second half of their season. Now, let's travel across the Hudson to New Jersey and talk about the New Jersey Devils. The Devils, going into the break, are 32-13-4 with 68 points, second in the Metro. The Devils are playing much better than anyone expected, even tying a franchise record for most consecutive wins of 13 earlier this season. Jack Hughes leads the team in, with points and goals, no surprise there, followed by Jesper Bratt and Dougie Hamilton. Hamilton has really stepped up this season in point scoring, but also as a leader. Mackenzie Blackwood has been solid in goal, but he's been injured. That being said, Vitek Vanacek has really stepped it up as a phenomenal goaltender in Blackwood's absence. The major problem, as I see it, with this Devils team this season is their penalty minutes. The Devils tend to fall behind early in games and have to make a comeback. Now, while that clearly has not been a problem for the Devils, as they face off against much better teams, making comebacks will be very difficult. Making a comeback gets even harder when you constantly play a man down. Making comebacks is very hard a man down. You got to score shorthanded. The Devils need to take their time and create more opportunities to score. The Devils are among the top teams in the NHL for shots on goal. However, they still struggle to score a lot of times in a lot of games. They need to move the puck more and create more scoring opportunities. While shooting low and fighting for a rebound works once in a while, Getting a player like Jack Hughes, Jester Brad, or Dougie Hamilton open in the slot increases their chances of scoring a lot and makes scoring easier than if you were to try and swing your stick randomly at a loose puck in front of the net. In addition, double skaters, especially the three previously mentioned, have proven they are more effective from the slot with a wide open shot than directly in front of the net when the goaltender seems much bigger than he actually is, and when the skater has less time to maneuver and get around the goalie. Devils key to success this season, in the second half of the season, less penalty minutes, and create better scoring opportunities. The Devils can do that. They're playoff ready. They're Stanley Cup contenders, and this Devil team will go far. Looking ahead, the Devils got Luke Hughes coming up, among other players. But staying within this season, the Devils have been performing phenomenally. And if they can keep up these same ways, they can do well in the playoffs. This has been Max's Mike. I am Max. Thank you for listening to this episode about New York, New Jersey NHL teams. I hope the rest of your day is amazing. Take care and goodbye.